0: Thank you for calling the Advanced Squad Leader Rules Hotline, the only hotline dedicated 100% to the greatest game in the world, Advanced Squad Leader. For Chapter A, press one. For Chapter B, press two. For Chapter C, press three. For Chet, you have chosen Chapter C, Ordnance and Offboard Artillery. For Section One, Offboard Artillery, press one. For Section 2, gun classifications, press 2. For Section 3, the two-hit process, press 3. For Section 4, the gun and ammo type basic... You have chosen Section 4. For Section 4.1, gun barrel length, press 1. For Section 4.2, small calibers, press 2. For Section 4.3, APCR, APDS, press 3. For Section 4.4, Smoke, press 4. You have chosen Section 4.4, Smoke. Ordnance using the C3 two-hit table to fire Smoke at less than or equal to 12 hexes must add 2 to its basic two-hit number. Dang,
1: I've been playing that wrong. 90. You's gonna love it. 90. What 90. number? I'm Jeff. And I'm Dave. And we are your hosts, and as we have been for the last 89 episodes now. And to five years plus yes. running. Yep. And still going strong. And still ignored by squad leader players everywhere. <laughs> it's amazing. I don't even know why. <laughs> great to see you dave we're <laughs> hey, doing good to see you jeff doing again. two episodes S- now, in the same night should again, we tell anybody like
2: five minutes later yeah <laughs> this is becoming our pattern folks well april d- just got away from us just yes. to, we were like whoa in fact we were at the open <laughs> yesterday again <laughs> yeah yes yes <laughs> and said should we record tomorrow night uh i don't know maybe we'll take the night off
1: and then jeff says How are we going to get two episodes out in April if we don't? And Dave said, with Dave's schedule this month at least, uh, tough. So we've got to do two tonight. Yeah, but yeah, just the way we roll. Yeah, and so so just pretend like two weeks have passed because to you, the listener, two weeks have passed. And right on into listener, yeah. Let's get to listener mail. mail. Letters,
2: emails, bad notes from
1: friends.
0: All right, Jeffrey,
2: and I have a letter from Paul. And Paul says, hello, chaps. How are you both? I've been listening to all the back episodes. and have to say, I've been enjoying them. What I also like to do is crack open a beer at the same time you do so as not to feel left out. Oh, good
1: idea. Well, the problem
2: tonight, Paul, is we already have our drinks from the other show. What what are you (laughs) drinking right now? A Horizon Summit uh, Red Ale. Wow. Summit Red Ale. Where's that from? Summit. The summit. The top of a mountain. And how is it? It is a-okay. I like Summit. Price is usually right. And they do a little variety packs. I really like getting those. Are you drinking that same harpoon you were
1: last time? <laughs> no, well, I'm done with it. But I, I was just looking to see, you know, because it says Celtic Red Ale, and I wonder is it from Celtland? Yeah. what's so Celtic about? I'm it? I'm trying. To, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's in it's in I'm trying to find out where it's from, and I don't even see it on here anywhere. That well, you right, keep looking while I keep kind, reading. Kind of swill. Yeah, well, let's move right along.
2: He says, first point to Dave. Megan's English accent is excellent. It's from Vermont. Oh, Megan's English uh, amp-
1: accent is excellent, yes.
2: Although he says it's a little too posh for my town, which is more of a working-class London yeah. accent. Oh, so he's from the area when they all say, go through the door, through. I want to yeah. go through the
1: door. Right. Uh, you go through the door, through And the then door. you go down the stairs, and there's your mate. There you go, mate. you First you go down the street, <laughs> then you go out the door, you get in your car, and Bob's your uncle. And there you are. And secondly...
2: For this point, he wants to muster up as much due respect as possible, but please, can you stop referring to paratroopers, Jeff, as commandos? What what do you mean, Jeff? He says twice. Do I do that? Twice, I've heard you. Paratroopers wear, and we know, but we actually know this. Oh, I think we did know this. Paratroopers wear maroon, red berets, and marine commandos have the green ones because I painted enough miniature paratroopers to know they have the little red berets, and I love the little red berets, and I love the little camo outfits from World War II. And I love the way my voice is cracking, because it's (laughs) exhausted from... I swear, Jeff, it's overworked. It's terribly overworked, my voice. Play practice till six at night, and I'm yelling at everybody all the time. And so... But thank you. They're part of the Royal Navy, not Army. The... Marine commandos. Well, that's why they're marine commandos. Both units have a lot of respect for each other, but they are very different. If you ever visited the UK and said that to some paras, yeah, we'd be in trouble, wouldn't we? And this is more of a nag. Sorry. A King Tiger, box cover oh. of Comfrey Piper One is generally referred to as King Tiger, or a Tiger Two, or a Royal Tiger, or finally a König Tiger, the German appellation. I didn't know the Appalachians were in Germany. I thought yes. they were in
1: Tennessee. I didn't I didn't realize that. And did. it
2: isn't called the Panzer 6. No. Now Jeff, why do we
1: refer to it as a Panzer 6 on this show? Well, it's easy. We don't want to confuse it with the other pan <laughs> the Panzer v and 5 and the Panzer 7 or 4 and the 8 There's and the 9.
2: nine. <laughs> and now you are correct, Paul. But because it's ASL and on the counter it says Panzer Six, yeah, we will often refer to them as the
1: little numbers on the counter instead of to their real names. So I'm, I'm glad Paul has corrected us because I wouldn't know otherwise. I'm not. You know it's a tiger. I know it's a tiger. Yeah, but I, I mean, do you know, I do you know the Panther? Oh yeah, it's a Panther. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> to finish up, I just want to say that you're both a great team, and I think that Jeff should be on one of the Yanks counters on a french one if they're included
1: but more importantly i think that oh what do you think of that jeff i love that idea and i think what's what's the date today dave april same as last show oh yeah 14th Uh, april 14th starting today i'm starting my campaign to get my name on a counter listeners i want you to help me get my name on a counter i want you to write to mmp send them a letter send them a candy gram whatever you have to do Whenever you see any of those guys, just say, Why isn't Jeff Hallett on a counter? Let's get him on a counter. I am not going to play test anything. (laughs) I want to be the first guy on a counter that has never really done or contributed anything significant to Advanced Squad Leader. I want to be the exception to the rule. That would be a first then. Yeah. And so this year, that's my campaign for the year. Let's play test. No really you can play test all right now. we can
2: play test you're with someone who knows good stuff what are we going to play test
1: can... haka i don't know we <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah, uh, how do i that? how do i get that how do i do that <clears throat> i don't want to have to do the work come on i've done enough
2: work you contact chas you say i want to be a play tester he will send you the stuff right away
1: i want to be on a counter come
2: on everybody my name get is, me on a my counter. my name is in an asl
1: journal under play testers yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you're not even there yet. Well, I'm not. I don't know. I don't know if I want to be that cool. I just want my <laughs> name on a counter. Come
0: on.
1: All right, the campaign has begun, folks. Come on, everybody. Chime in. In fact, you can
2: hit record button on our site. Yes. And you can leave us uh, some kind of plea for Jeff to become a counter for MMP, and we'll start f- playing them on the air on the shows. Or does that sound good? Or Or you should you should come up with a reason why Jeff should be. It could be a contest, and
1: we'll draw on names. Yes, and why Jeff should be. We have prizes. Yeah, with pants, and we have prizes. But uh, you know, you don't need to call us to convince us because we know you need to be calling MMP and leave message on their voicemail. Okay, do both. Leave us. (laughs) I just want people to call
2: in and use our voicemail. Yeah. So yes, do both. And he goes on to say that, though even though Dave labored it a bit with the counter business. <laughs> oh, I guess he's, yeah. he's going to assume you're right in saying Jeff's laboring it a bit with the counter business. He <laughs> deserves to be on a counter. And then he should put his whole surname on one counter. I would agree with that. With double-decking yeah. and a hyphen. Yep. Klein Schmidt. Yep. And that would be much better. I would have to agree with that. Thank you, gentlemen.
1: Paul. Thank you, Paul. I think that is great. Thank you, and Paul. And I think, you know, if you want to call MMP and ask them to put Dave on a single counter,
2: no, Klein Schmidt on the... a single no, counter,
1: I am quite happy. and put Hallett on a counter, it's H-A-L-L-E-T-T, you can call them and leave a message on their voicemail. <laughs> it's 410-729-3334. They do not have a toll-free number, but if you get a charge uh, for this call and you don't want to pay for it, send me the bill and I will pay for it. But come on, people. Let's get on the campaign. And I thank you in advance. (laughs) And, Jeff, do you have any comments from our Facebook page that I never visit? I do. Yes, let me read some of this stuff from Facebook. And Dave is not on Facebook, so um, he doesn't participate in these. But I posted uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's the fifth anniversary of the two half squads. And we want suggestions for how we should celebrate. And we got quite a few suggestions. Dave Schull no, wrote and said, cool, mm-hmm. that's my birthday. Well, that's not a suggestion. And it's his <laughs> birthday. And it's very self-centered, Dave. I was talking about me. And you turned it around. You made it all about you. So Dave. But but we still appreciate your comments. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Me. Dennis Donovan wrote and said, start by going out to Portillos for dinner, which is uh, our local hey, one of our local hotels. I was dog there for lunch today. To so I did it. Okay, well you did it. You did it without, without me. you. Yes. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh Steve Landrith says yes. do a, the best of box art review podcast. Well uh, that's a good idea. A best of That would require some work. Yeah, I wish we 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 actually did that. Now, I am thinking
2: of episode 100, best of. Yeah. And I have a list of like 80 clips that I'm going to assemble. This is just an ego trip for me. Talk about that. (laughs)
1: Right. And that's what it's all about. But
2: but I really do want to do this. I want to put together clip after clip of what...
1: (laughs) Maybe this clip will make it into
2: the show. Yeah. Best Clips, not about rules, just about insanity, and run it into like an hour program. And I had all these notes on my, good thing I'm back to my computer because the school switched it out and my little post-it notes didn't make it onto this machine. So I Blast. currently can't see any of them, but I'm going to go back into my time machine yeah. and find them.
1: Good. Well, then I think I would assemble um, a list, uh, a, a compilation of my most embarrassing moments. Oh, there's a lot of those. Oh, there's a lot of those <laughs> things where I said really stupid things about rule, dumb rules, and just displaying my ignorance out in the open, along with my dirty laundry. Um, Luke writes, and he says, um, "A retrospective episode of snippets from the past, all oh, the jokes. That's what I'm talking about. All the time Jeff's says, spilled the counters in the back." <laughs> Plus, you could air oh, calls. that's right you could, forgot yes, that one. you could air calls from fans who you've touched over the years except they never call in on our voicemail yeah well and I've we've got a restraining order from our fans who we've touched <laughs> which I think is only fitting have you got a letter there no you keep going <laughs> oh okay okay also um somebody now here's a weird the the guy's name is itinerant hobbyist. Have a oh. Google Hangout. That he would does a cool. podcast. Or oh, yes. Okay. I do know him. Yeah. Five years. That's crazy. That means I've been listening for five years. That also oh, means you've been you. talking Hakapale <laughs> for five years. <laughs> Hakapale. Yeah. Ha-ka-pale. Which is true. Ha-ka-pale. We have been talking Hakapale for five years. It's insane. That's crazy. It's insane.
2: It's insane. Oh, I'm sorry. Somebody I'm sorry. Should now pay. I'm getting mad. Oh, I do have a letter, Jeff. Should I jump in now? And you yeah, just sure. Keep going? Go back, just... Yeah, from Dana Linfield. I'm a long time listener. Listener, <laughs> list <nerd. laughs> that's what our listeners are. Listeners, Listenerds. Oh, that's good. I like that. <laughs> but I'm about a year behind. Boy, we have a lot of slow listeners. Yeah, me. Uh, should be caught up soon. I fell out of the hobby with the kids in life. But I've recently used Vassal to get back in. Excellent. Thanks for being entertaining and for encouraging me. And I think the strength of this podcast is the interactions. Well, thank you. That's Dana, nice, Dana. And keep up the interviews. Jeff, we need interviews. We haven't done oh, interviews in a we're while. We're apologizing right now yeah. to Xavier in, in in France. Yes. And um, I can't think of them all in Sweden. We have a guy yes. lined up. And we have the Korean guy lined up yep. uh, module. Korean module. We War. apologize. Yeah. We have... Drop the ball on the interviews lately. Yeah. Let's get back to that. Let's soon. do. And new product reviews. And of course, we have a new product review today. Yes, we do. And Hot of course, dog. the highlight of the show, box art review. Yeah, we I We think... might have that today, but maybe
1: not. Well, we'll, we'll try to fit it in. We'll we... see. Yeah. Uh, Trent Dobbs posts on Facebook do a show live from Maui. Oh, I love that idea. Well, get those
2: contributions yeah. coming in, folks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Send us a little.
2: Yeah. And you know, Sam Houston left... Sam Houston? <laughs>
1: Sam Tyson from Houston? Oh my gosh. I'm well, cutting a, you off. That's a
2: logic. I'm cutting I've you had off. like
1: one and, a half. one and a half. beers, yeah, but and you had four cans of Diet Coke. I did have four cans. Do you yeah. know what that does to your... Um, to your, uh, <laughs> to
2: your uh, What do you call it when you can't think of a word?
1: <laughs> Recall? <laughs> that's it. Recall. <laughs> oh my God. Well,
2: check this out, okay? So... Do you remember the listener like wrote in and said, I'm in Texas, I'm looking for players, and we like announced it on the air? Right. Well, did we think (laughs) to say visit the texasasl.com website? Probably the next day we thought. Yeah. yeah. So, Sam, you're correct. We apologize for not (laughs) thinking quickly enough about, oh, yeah, we can easily put you in contact with the whole group at this because we get all your notes and so on. And yeah. So, all right.
1: Okay, we've covered.
2: We've fixed it was emb- that. Embarrassing.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, mm. John de John DiPonio wrote and said, "Do a best of show or a bloopers episode if you saved any funny." Well, oh. All of our episodes are bloopers. <laughs> well, in my yeah, I'll combine those with the.
2: Uh, I, I, yes, yeah, I'm glad you're reading these, Jeff. Yeah. It shows my idea has some. Um, it won't just be an ego trip for me. Oh, putting together our but best you'll do and anyway. bloopers. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're asking for it.
1: Yeah. They're asking for it. You know, and people may not realize that we do not script this show. No. We do not rehearse this show. I think they realize that. Very, yeah. Well, very, very, very occasionally we will. You know, actually, I think it's only happened once where we've redone a tiny segment. Oh. Because it, for some no. reason it didn't record. I think one time. Yeah. No. Only. Otherwise, no, The show. the show is all... Just live off the cuffs. It is basically live. We may yeah. as well just do it live. Yeah. Uh, and Brian Martin writes and says, I wouldn't mind hearing Dave and Piano Man do a box art oh. review segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I'll so go happy. home and do that with Piano Man.
2: You've made Dave Instead so happy. of doing our box art tonight, Jeff.
1: Um, or maybe a Sounds of War, an ASL soundtrack. Also would love to hear a special episode hosted entirely by Piano Man. <laughs> and the What Have You Been Playing Lately guy. My gosh, Jeff, these people I gotta get on
2: Facebook. You've got to
1: get on the Facebook.
2: Wow, who yeah. wrote that?
1: It's amazing. Who wrote that? That one? was um Brian Martin. Brian Martin, you yeah. are my favorite listener. Yeah. <laughs> oh, except for all the other listeners. No, I mean equal to the other all the listeners. Yeah. And Sam Tyson also wrote, uh, just saying that he liked the last episode, he said, I really enjoyed the reviews, and I think you mentioned my name about six times. Oh, well, and t- Sam Tyson? Sam Tyson.
2: <laughs> well, yes, we did mention Sam and Tyson. And we mentioned him
1: this episode, too. Now, About three Who times. Who did we mention? Sam Tyson. Oh, Sam Tyson, yes. Not to be confused with Sam did. Houston. <laughs> Sam. And again, that, Multiman, oh, com- that Multiman Publishing phone number is 410-729-3334. Call right now so you don't forget you could send them a fax, I guess. Fax them. Je- Jeff Hallett on a counter right now. 410-729-1312 is their fax number.
2: All right, I have a letter from Kurt Clinton uh,
1: asking us to become part of the Dice Tower Network. Jeff, what do you think of that? Well, you know, I don't... Uh, I, I To be honest with you, I don't know much about the Dice Tower Network, so I'd have to take a look at that. Why would
2: we do that? Um, uh, he points out that it would connect us to... Other war game listen podcast listeners would go into the Dice Tower Network to hear their shows, and they would see other podcasts available, and we would gain listenership and increase the playing of the game. Advanced Squad Leader interest in it, and playing of it, and increase sales for Multi-Man Publishing. Jeffrey.
1: Oh yeah, which which in turn—that's what we're all about—might make you get me worthy. Yes. Of a counter. That is possible. That's a very good thought. Well, we'll look at that. You know, and we should also look at Purple Pawn, which is another one of those um, one of those websites that's a conglomeration of different war gamers and fantasy gamers and things like that. Maybe we should offer both <clears throat> of them and let them bid for us. <laughs> Sold to the highest bidder. Because they have a number of, I think they have some war game podcasts at Purple Pawn. Anyway, good idea we should look at that. All right, and don't forget folks, the Texas Team Tournament update from 2000
2: for 2013. Uh, you want to go to the tournament there in Texas and see who who do we see there? Jeff in Texas. Sam Tyson. Oh, yes, of Sam course. Tyson. <laughs> and um the and Rick Rico, Do you remember Reinish, oh yes rick Reinish, yes, we interviewed on this of show of course matt shostak lately He's yeah matt matt. and all and those guys all those great guys at www.texas-asl.com yeah and keep track of that and go make plans to go down there we're yeah. we, we're not going down again
1: this year are we you know um no we, we, i don't think so
2: no because i i, I, I would love to get this down year. there and i really
1: would love to get down there yeah but. we'll have to make it work someday yeah we'll see how it goes <laughs>
2: And I have maybe one more. Okay. Let her rip. From Zajac. Matt Zajac in Houston, Texas. Okay. Well, who who do you think he might know in Houston, Texas? (laughs)
1: Sam Tyson. He might know Sam. He might. It's a small state. (laughs) You know, everybody's close. So... So Matt wrote and said, Hey guys,
2: enjoyed episode 86 87, discussion about Red Barricades? That's quite popular. Yeah, Jeffrey.
1: that has been a popular one. Down
2: actually. here in Houston, they started the Red Barricades campaign game about two months ago, which I think we saw. Didn't Sam come on live and show us that on our Lost Hangout? He did, yes. Yes, right? on the Lost Hangout. <clears throat> right, And he had a big plexiglass thing over the top to keep it safe from the cat and whatnot. Yeah. He says, Germans are making good products, but the Progress. Well, the Germans do make good products, too. Oh, they do. Don't they? They're making good progress, but the Russians keep coming up with tricks to keep us on our toes. Hip units and sellers, sewer moving, dug-in T-70 tanks, great fun. Oh, gosh, this game just is great fun. It's a great game. Yeah, And here's some more info on the infamous Moltov projector that you were discussing. Oh,
1: yes. Very fascinating
2: weapon. I was in Prague last Christmas and found one in the museum. That's we, cool. He just found one laying around.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a museum. They just and leave that stuff out. He sent
2: us the pictures, so I don't know if I'll use these pictures on our yeah. Post I think we page should,
1: yeah, uh, or something. Yeah,
2: maybe. Oh, you're gonna post, so you just Yeah, it, right? I'll figure it out. Um, Great pictures. Very interesting. looking yeah, weapon. It just yeah, and I have never seen this up close like yeah. this. And he he does say you know, the way it's designed. Overall, not something I like to tote
1: around on the yeah, battlefield. Yeah, see, it oh. looks like something that's dangerous. Like, you don't want to be on that crew.
2: Yeah, it's got, yeah, the glass gas thing goes yeah. in
1: there. Yeah, yeah. Here, carry this. Yeah. Carry this, all this volatile, horrible, terrible equipment. hmm Okay, well, that was good. Any, any more letters? Was that it? Thanks, everybody, for writing your letters. We love, absolutely love hearing from you and, and like to know that you're enjoying the show and love to hear your suggestions. Keep it up. Thank you very much.
2: All right. Ready for a little
1: jungle boogie, Jeffrey? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I actually played that. That's horrifying. Well, next show, we'll do fungal in the Jungle. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, I'm ready for... So we're going to do some rules, right? No. This is the ASL show. <laughs> we're going to do some rules about... Nope. AS
2: No? No. Going to do some article reviews. Oh, okay. It's a whole new segment, folks.
1: Article reviews. Article reviews. Well, I'm going to
2: steal a little page from Robert Wolke. I don't have his permission, but... On the radio, they always read from the newspapers, right? And articles from yes, And I think as, long as we they talk about them. So crit, we're just talking we about... the author. Yeah, Robert's yeah. article. Yeah. It was called, Welcome to the Jungle. Where's this from? Annual. Uh, journal. Journal. Journal no, one. Journal number oh, okay. one. Yes, indeed. Ah, okay. Journal number one. Yeah. And he is giving some nice tactical tips. So I think I kind of looked at it and thought, well... A lot of these I'm going to want to talk about anyway that I know. He yeah. knows some I don't know or forget to do, and so I'm going to go right through Robert's article.
1: Do we know Robert? We, we met
2: Robert at the uh, Open. I'm sh- I think okay. Right? Yeah, because I, I, the, the name is familiar.
1: I yes. couldn't remember for yes. sure.
2: Yes, um, and he knows uh, Rich Spilky. Oh, okay, very well. And so pulled some highlights from his article. Okay, and.
1: Journal one's pretty good for Pacific stuff. A couple articles in there for you. Okay, good to know. So, buy Journal one. We want somebody to get money out of this, right? Yeah, MMP. Yes. And then they might make you a counter, a counter, like a like a ten two. So, oh no, well, <laughs> Roberts. A nine two,
2: Roberts' uh, first point, Halland. yeah, is that the uh, Jungle Pacific, the Pacific Theater, is good for slowing the enemy's attack. How so? Well, some things we know, of course, would be...
1: (laughs) What's with the jungle,
2: Jeff? What happens in the jungle? Well, you have to move slowly through the jungle.
1: Right. You've got dense jungle. Well, yeah. Dense jungle is, like
2: you know, dense. I tried teaching dense jungle once in class, and it's so slow. It's so dense. I (sighs) couldn't get it to learn the material. And it, it slows your movement down. And so you want to think about moving with a leader in the jungle dense jungle and it has a stacking limit of two squads. Do you because, remember that? Oh, dense
1: jungle. Holy two squads. Cow. Stacking Actually, limit. I had totally forgotten. Overstack with but three. But you know I can't remember when I played dense jungle. <clears throat> and of course that's only that's an SSR. Correct. Rule it's Usually listed cause as Because normally us. it's light jungle, which is a, pretty much the same as forest. Correct. Oh, uh, woods. Yes. Forest. Yes. Forest. Well woods forest. forest, forest yes, yes indeed. Um
2: and the dents on the Suicide Creek game, I think it is that I'm playing with was playing with Dave Timman is depicted as a darker green. Very nice touch. Yes. The sections I So like you have that. both dense and light on the edges. Yeah. Very nice touch. And the second point he makes is there's no multi hex fire groups. Remember we talked about that last week? Jungle kunai bamboo, we called it. Yes. Right. What did we call it? JKB. You are correct. And they had swamp uh, next to the same terrain. You don't get to do a multi-location fire group from that. So it takes longer to break the defenders. So that can slow down the attack. And his third point was bamboo needs a minimum move. or a lo- I, Yeah, bamboo is vicious, folks.
1: Yes, it is. We're not doing terrain
2: time here. But it's, it needs a minimum move, low crawl, or advanced versus a difficult terrain to get into. Right. So you're doing the one hex, basically. Think of it that way. And that's going to slow you down. Now you can use that to channel your enemy. I'm adding this stuff myself for my own gaming experience. It's not, well, maybe Robert mentions it later. But, of course, it's going to have a lot of, of um, value to you as a defender. Yeah. And the plus two, remember...
0: George of the jungle, strong as he can be. Watch out for that tree. George, George, George of the jungle lives a life that's free. Watch out for that tree.
1: It's important when you're in the jungle. I, I The reason uh-huh. why I played that is because you want to watch out for that tree. You do. Yeah. It's going to slow you down like dead stop yeah. if you
2: hit that tree. Right. <laughs> And there's that plus two recovery attempt in JKB. Right. Which is going to, of course, again, take more time to recover those things. Right. And his fifth point, jungle terrain is generally dense or impassable. A lot of ponds. He's pointing out a lot of ponds. He he said, look at this board, and there's ponds here, and there's bamboo there, and boy, that'd be difficult to get through. Yes. Uh, His next point about jungle warfare, ambush. The Japanese get 10% hit an initial placement in daytime. How did we not cover that in the last episode? I don't know how we missed that. Did I, did I miss? No, it's got to be coming up after leaders. We left off at leaders. It's got to be the next pages. Okay. Because, um, yeah, the earlier ones were talking about the break, step reduction, striping. 10% can hit. In daytime. In daytime. Correct. Yeah. And the allied player is often CX'd from trying to move double time through the woods, mm-hmm. jumped woods, jungle, mm-hmm. and plus one in the to the attacker then in the ambush. Remember, you had a plus one for making yes. noise through the... Right. And so um, if you take this situation, and, and, and Robert laid out some very interesting situations on the ambush. If you're double-timed, plus one, the attacker in jungle, plus one, versus a hidden, hidden initially placed Japanese unit neg two. Sweet. Because he's concealed. Yes. Eventually. Yeah. And he's stealthy. Right. Nag one.
1: In stealthy, addition, I think they're first line and elite. Yes. Are
2: are stealthy. You're correct. Yeah. And so then if you have that kind of a close combat go on, would the Japanese have a total of neg three. <sighs> and if the um, Wow. Wow so if the Japanese rolls a one, two or three, or the Allied player, who may be CX and the attacker in jungle plus one, rolls a four, five or six, that's an automatic ambush. Cool. Automatic ambush. So a hip, Japanese stealthy dude, 50 percent of the time, automatic ambush. Yeah. And the enemy, 50 percent of the time, given up that ambush. Too. right. So quite the combination. So, for example, he took a two-two-seven versus two-four-five-seven squads. So I think it was two-two-seven was maybe a half squad Japanese, yeah, or a crew, no, a half squad Japanese, yeah, Japanese half squad. Time going against two-four-five-seven two. squad British, or one-six-six-six American, mm-hmm. and an eight-zero leader
1: mm-hmm. in one-to-four odds, right. One to four, the Japanese against those squads or the or the squad and the leader, right? Yeah, yeah,
2: would get a kill on a die roll of seven. Holy cow! Yeah, I think it. isn't that amazing? That is amazing. The ha yeah, that with with the pluses and minuses, ambush, hand to hand. That's hand to hand. Yeah, you remember that? It's neg one, right? So in in the Pacific, we didn't cover those rules yet, but. The Japanese can declare hand-to-hand more often. They get a Neg right. 1 with it. And the ambush, Neg 1, Yeah, versus a double-timed unit trying to move through the jungle. Right. That, that doesn't always happen. But Neg 1, that's Neg 3. So what you want to do with that is he's pointing out, plan where the enemy may end their move. Now, I know, that's very difficult. It's easy for Robert to say that in an article. Well, plan where the enemy is going to end their move. Yes, simply. Especially if he uses the <laughs> word simply no. in the article. No. Simply
1: plan where the enemy yeah. will move. Yeah, he did
2: move. not. He did not. He's, okay. he's a very good player. Yeah. And appear around there. in clo- You may appear right. If you get lucky, they actually end in your hex. Right. You can appear in close combat right. in the hex. Right. And if you're not so lucky, they stop a hex away from you, left or right or forward. Mm-hmm. Of where you thought they'd be? Well, in that case, you can advance, because you're hidden, remember, in in the advance phase into the combat. Right. So, now, what this does for the attacker, of course, now you're coming through the jungle, you know these hip guys are out there. They might be this dangerous to you, even a half squad. So, you're going to want to spend more time searching. Yes. Maybe. Right? That might slow them down. Or maybe you don't do the double time I uh, can't afford to have that yes. plus one neg one in melee right. and too, on your right ambush. Too risky. Yep. And all those things will also slow down the attacker. Yeah. So so I guess reverse that. If you're the attacker, you're going to have to deal with these things. Uh, his second kind of topic here is hidden initial placement. So, again, as we did mention last time, remember that you can be hip and, and they can move. You read the rule from the yeah. section E. Right. About the fortifications? Yes, being yes. hidden. Yep. Right. And the hidden dudes can also be bypassed and and they don't have to um, reveal right. when they enter their hex. They can appear and cut off the route pass. Now, that I love to do.
1: Oh. Yeah. That I love to do. I love to stick the half squat out you there. You know and what back. the problem with that is? What? You got to be patient. Oh, yes, you do. And I'm not very patient. <laughs> <laughs> But that's a great idea. Just let them go through. And, reve- and reveal afterwards. Yeah, you place... or wait until they're trying to route. Right. So you're yeah. tempted to always
2: pop up and stop yes. their movement. Yep. Even though yep. they're
1: going to overrun you, or I mean, well not overrun you,
2: but blast at you and break you. Yeah. Right? So you got to. You're right. You got to be very patient. Yeah.
1: That's a great tip.
2: And and I and on that one I use a lot. You hide the guys back there. They they're bypassed or know move through and then they appear and you're trying to cut off the route pass right so again you're trying to calculate your enemy's gonna move up so far break and then route back a little bit into the jungle now typically they won't go very far back they don't need to you can't get a line of sight to them right so they go back a hex or two yeah instead of the three or four or whatever in, in european train right and more open train and then you can appear and move and if you didn't guess where they're going to be well, you could appear the next turn and move next to them and, and DM them again. Right. Assuming they didn't get the lucky rally, right? Dang. And yeah, I love moving next to them and DMing them. Now, in his article, Robert refers to a, a, a policy called Scorched Earth for the Japanese, mm-hmm. which I think of uh, the Russians, Scorched Earth, burning their terrain, burning their crops, destroying their food and housing as they, as they back away from right. an, an attacker. Yeah and he's saying that in this case he's saying when the attacker has to exit victory points to win and it doesn't matter how many points you lose as a japanese player you can lose all your dudes and still win right yes if you can stop right. him if so you if, can stop him so if if you have 20 if the british have 24 points and they have to exit 12 then all the japanese has to do is eliminate 13 points yeah and so Bonsai charges. Yeah. Hand to hand combat. Yep. Right? Just go nuts, is what he's saying. Uh, destroy all your own men. As long as you eliminate that 13th point with your last squad, mm-hmm. you've won the game. Mm-hmm. So, but I can't imagine a scenario like that. Never seen one, have you? All the defenders are destroyed, and the, no. the winner is free to walk off the board, but doesn't have enough points. No, left. never seen that, but no. I'm sure that's happened plenty. It would be fun to see. Yeah. Uh, and his third point is pillboxes are initial placement as we talked about yes. again last time. Right. And the contents, and they get a tunnel. Now uh, we weren't doing uh, terrain time, so we didn't talk about that. But they get a tunnel, and so you can just reoccupy those pillboxes, and right. that I do all the time too. Yeah. That's fantastic. They kill the guys in there. You have a you know crew behind ready to re go in there and remand the where normally gun. with
1: a pillbox. You have to expend, you know, you have to go into the hex and then down into the pillbox. And you're exposed and expending movement points and subject to a lot of defensive fire. A lot fire of fire. Stuff. Yeah. A lot yeah. of fire. Yeah.
2: And so it's really mm. super. The guy just moves through. And a tunnel Yeah, is easier to go through than a sewer, too, I learned in Red Barricades really well. So it's quick, mm. quick, quick to move in. They're mm-hmm. one turn, boom, they're in. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Robert looked at some offensive tactics. You know, using racial slang terms, <laughs> body odor, <laughs> a lot
1: of offensive. Things. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, offensive. <laughs> you know, there were some offensive tactics yesterday at the open, which was the which pretty. I didn't notice. That oh, way. you didn't. No. Oh yeah, I noticed right when I walked in. You no. Yeah. Way. Next time I'm going to bring some incense. No, no, it wasn't well, actually, you. Actually, Jeff, maybe. It wasn't maybe you. Maybe it was no, me. No, it wasn't you. <laughs> when you walked in with me. Yeah. Oh, no, you know, you're... I think next time, I, I, I thought about this yesterday. I thought, I'm going to set up in the corner on the floor. I'm going to bring a Zafu. What's a and Zafu? It's oh, one of those that's pillows. that's that pan flute. It's, it's, <laughs> no. This, yeah, it's a Zamfir. No, 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 Zafu is a... It's a um, it's a pillow that you sit on for meditation. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'll bring one for you too, and okay. we can we'll sit on the floor, and you can play the flute if you want. I'm going to light <laughs> the some incense. Fl- mm, we're going to play some Zen ASL. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not too big on
2: incense. I, I we have a lot in our house, and Adam always wants to burn it. And It gets kind of strong for me. But if we have now, did you really notice? Really? I did. Yes. Because I did not. Yeah. yeah. Now that's interesting. What is wrong with my nose? Don't know. Maybe it's the. Uh, they are worse. I mean, in general, <laughs> yeah, it was
1: noticed. oh but a great tactics. great bunch of guys. Oh yes, I yeah, just don't better, want them coming over to my house all at once. Cover that up now, yeah. right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope I. Boy, did I recover? <laughs> I don't know. You're editing this one. A lovely, lovely men. <laughs> All of them. Lovely. So some offensive tactics with the Japanese. Well, Jeff, you can
2: name some right now without me even telling you these, can't you? Uh, Bonsai Charge? You got it. Of course. Now, the Bonsai moves quickly, and it does some of the above that I wrote my
1: notes, so I can't let you jump ahead. Yeah, I'm (laughs) going to have to. I would have to totally refresh my memory on Bonsai Charge. Well, he talks about the Bonsai being used, oh, in a
2: new way that I don't think about at all, so thank you, Robert, is Vehicle Bypass Freeze... Freezing the enemy. You Bonsai into their hex. They can't shoot out of the hex. You're right. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And <laughs> above Bonsai, where I wrote, see some of the above, is DC Heroes. Oh, yes. Now, you have a demolition... We're not doing the rules here, but you have a demolition charge. You offer to give it to a guy who springs out of the squad that has a DC, yeah. and you have a DC hero. A single-man counter emerges. We'll cover this uh, next show, maybe, or the show after, and he charges out. Well, his point is, for those of you who have, are playing the Pacific already, that tactically, you maybe keep them back as a threat. Don't spring them out. The threat of the DC hero or the threat of the hidden AT gun, or the threat of the whatever, is often more frightening than the thing itself. Ah. And your enemy might move slower. Now you, yes. can, you can move a unit with a DC, demolition charge, get into their line of sight. So I have a squad, Japanese squad, mm-hmm. demolition charge, mm-hmm. get into my enemy's line of sight, just mm-hmm. move out wherever, and attempt mm-hmm. to create a DC hero. At that point, so you can do this during the middle of your squad's move, is this point. And because you could also do it at the beginning of the move and at various times, which again, we're not covering those rules right now, but they lose two movement factors of their eight movement factors for each movement factor spent by the squad already. So if the squad moved one movement factor, you can spring out this guy who has an eight movement factor ability oh. by deducting pro rating. Yeah, prorate the number of movement points, right? And they can charge a machine gun, forcing subsequent first fire. It causes a breakdown number reduced by two on the machine guns. Sustained fire, really? They have to fire it. B followers can m- move up easier, which happens with any charge. It's like sending a half yeah. squad out, right? Right. So that's that's an easy one to get. C they can detonate the DC if they survive on the attack. Yeah. And D, the benefit benefits are follow up the bonsai and force more final protective fire against them, right? Or, or no, you force the final protective fire. So a lot of benefits to charging these enemies with the DC hero. Mm. It does. Yeah. It freaks everybody out. Oh, my gosh, he's got a DC. we got to kill him, you know, yeah. at all costs. And his point, the bonsai can do the same thing, which is regular infantry. Charging, right. charging, charging, charging the enemy. And that is my review of that article looking through there. You see. Um,
1: yeah. Nice. We covered it
2: pretty well. Yes. And if you flip into that annual later, or journal number one later, you find Run Through the Jungle by Matt Shostak. Oh. And he's probably friends with who?
1: Sam Tyson. That's probably, probably. right. Probably. <laughs> Hangs out with Sam Tyson. And Matt they- wrote the article...
0: Oh, yes, he through did. run
1: through the jungle. A beginner's introduction to the PTO using a programmed apor- approach. And what is a programmed approach, Jeff? Well, my... You got it. Yeah, my guess is he's running through examples, teaching, teaching by example. And implementing the rules incrementally. That's what I meant.
2: So you don't get overwhelmed. Yes. Uh, now, he based this article off of the good old... Uh, you remember Mr. Stoller? Jim Stoller, of course. Dude with most ASL counters in the world? With his name on them. Yeah.
1: Well, he had a program. I'm going programmed... to have one this year. I'm going to get <laughs> one. Gonna... One. Should I, should I tell everybody the phone number well, again?
2: Well, I don't know.
1: What number was that again, Jeff? Well, I'm glad you asked that, Dave, because the the phone number is 410-729-3334, so you can call MP and say, please, put Jeff Hallett on a counter. We'd like his full name, Jeff Hallett, on the counter. <laughs> no, you'll... No, just Hallett would be fine. Or you can fax them because I'm I'm sure they don't get a lot of faxes. Faxing would be really effective. <laughs> 410-729-1312. Let's burn up their fax machine with your votes for Jeff Hallett on the counter. All right. And so, uh looking at Matt's article there. Yeah. He's
2: got eight pages. Oh, he claim he said Says there's eight pages of not too complicated rules for the jungle, as you said last show. Yes. Do not fear the jungle, he says. No, as you said last show. Yeah, it's true. You should have wrote this article. <laughs> and he Matt says, saved me the trouble. He says, skip rice paddies, caves. Yes. And ponjis,
1: which I kind of hinted at last show, right. making jokes about caves and, and ponjis is not a big deal actually. Not, but you're you not going to use them. Well. Uh When rich and I played uh, a few weeks ago, we played a scenario from Blood and Jungle, one of the price one of the products from sam tyson um and there were ponjis in effect, and the ponji rules are like it 's like two full pages, but it's it 's a lot of words it 's a lot of words it 's just a lot of words couldn 't it be like just you move in you make a you roll a check and then you get hit yeah, and your ass yeah or there something? really wasn 't that much to it, you know
2: um. But yes, he's saying, of course, skip that. They don't come up much, and they yeah, don't. They right, really it don't. only
1: comes up by SSR, and so caves don't worry about you it. just avoid for a while. Right.
2: Um, now, this article, I believe, is fascinating because it misprinted part of the article twice in the same article. Oh, like did it? The same column reappeared. So I'm, oh. read, I'm reading along, oh. and I'm like, boy, oh, I swear he said this. I'm like, I swear he said this earlier. Deja vu. He did say it earlier. Oh, he did. I don't know if they had to pan the, pad the article out or what. No, I'm sure it's a misprint, but the column yeah. appears twice. And and then um, Matt says, read the infantry, step one, of course, infantry yeah. and leader rules. Yeah. And which we covered last show mostly, play Scenario DA5, oh, Deluxe 5, if you got the big Streets of Fire maps and stuff. Yeah. Intimate War, and then play A105, Mayhem in Manila, which I think we did as an ASL extra. Yeah, I think we did. Um, With Bob and, and a friend. Yeah. They don't have PTO terrain in them. Oh. Why they're the best ones to start with. Right. No PTO
1: terrain. Right. have in Manila is in a... Is, is
2: an all urban. city. Yeah. Yep. And you can just play the Japanese... Yes. <clears throat> ...characteristics
1: without the PTO. Right. Great idea, man. And, and he can, says... You know, if you're a girly man and you just can't, can't handle...
0: <laughs> I can't handle the
1: jungle. That's too much. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know. And he says, read the infantry and leader rules. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I just did that. (laughs) And he says, there are others now also since Journal 1. Oh, I wrote that comment and Yeah, there are some other ones you can find. I know I played a Japanese one on a really dense city block and so on. So you can find more. Yeah. And then read next, after you read the inventory and leader rules, read Jungle, Swamp, Kunai, Ponds, Huts, Palm Trees, and Bamboo. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a lot. Very, very simple. It's very simple. It really is. Yeah. And then play A53 scenario, Smith and Weston, switch sides, and play it again. Or play on the Kokoda Trail. That's scenario 60, one of the first ones, the original ones that came out with Koda Bushido. Oh, okay. Or Commando Hunt, which came out in the annual. It's A42. So pick those three scenarios. And because it only involves those terrain and the infantry, right, rules like that. Yeah. So there you go. And then I kind of stopped taking notes because his program instruction continues and didn't think I need to go through each one, how he adds in eventually rice patties and whatever. Right. But
1: to get started in the jungle, grab that magazine yeah. and Matt's article. Well, it's interesting. So. I, I guess apparently people have some anxiety about getting into PTO, which is... Kind of amazing to me because they're in full ASL. But they think getting into PTO is like more than they can take. It's like, my brain can't take anything more. I, 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 well, know. I often feel that way, but... But it's really not that bad. Yeah, I have not found it to be that bad yeah. ever. And in fact, it's very fun. And it's a whole, like I, like we say, it's it adds a whole new dimension, not a whole dimension, but, you know, by adding the Japanese nationality in there. All the differences that they presented, it, it it adds a very interesting perspective on yeah that theater of
2: war. It's going to throw off your strategies a little bit. Yes, until you it's get used different. to that, which you should look at as a fun challenge. Yeah, um, because of the way they step reduce instead of breaking
1: and so on. Right, right, yeah, right. Very fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Box Art Review. I'm your host, Jeff. And there's Dave. And here we are, reviewing another box art. Hello, everybody. I'm Dave. We're so glad you could join us. Today's episode is brought to you by Geritol. Geritol. In case you have iron-poor blood, take Geritol. Thanks for joining us. And now, here's Dave.
2: Hey, everybody. It's time for a little box art review. We have Journal... ASL Journal, issues six and five. So break them out, folks. Oh.
1: oh, let me go break them out.
2: Oh, my lordy. Jeff, we need this serious. I can't do box art review after that. It's, it's like... You
1: know what? We got to have the right music. We do.
2: Ah, that's much better. Oh, ah. So soothing. Well, Jeff, let's take a look at... ASL Journal issue number five. Okay. We see a wonderful work of art by Ken Smith, the artist of, I believe, all the ASL journals. Notice the color palette. it's a very light color palette. And
1: where does this battle take place, Jeffrey? Well, it looks a bit dry to me. Desert-ish. It is the desert. And what color are those tanks? Desert-colored... Yes,
2: indeed. Desert Colored. This work is called Prelude to Alamein. The Battle at Alam Halfa. Oh, Alam Halfa. Oh, in 1942.
1: And it Journal depicts, 5, when did this come out? This well, was uh, beautiful. That's, that's actually a very know. lovely co- cover. Noticing the...
2: Um, Looking into the credits in here. Oh, yes, I'm sorry to catch you off guard there.
1: But uh, these kind of things really stick with me. I don't know. But anyway. Yes.
2: Beautiful. Now, I do think what Ken has done here is the triangular formation
1: actually doubled up. Do you see it? Yes, I see uh, a sort of triangular formation in the foreground with the tank. Closest to the uh, the viewer Going up to the apex of the man's head And Tri- then back
2: down again To the yes. right mm-hmm. And that triangle builds into the second tank Triangular shape mm-hmm. In the background Lovely Up and down, combining them together You get one triangular shape
1: now, is that smoke in the background? It looks like yeah, some yeah, of that the could be battle time?
2: smoke. It's a bit yes. darker than mm-hmm. most regular dust.
1: But do we see dust depicted here? We do see dust coming off the treads of the tanks. So,
2: probably like a little light dust coming off. There's a very wonderful sky. The S in the ASL journal blocks out an airplane. There are two in the back. You only really see one hmm. here on the cover. but The original work... Showed both, and I love the way the artist put the gun of the second tank over the red
1: graphics added by MMP. Yes, makes it very three dimensional, pops right off the shelf at you, and even startling. (laughs) The
2: having the foreground tank much larger than the background tank Mm -hmm. also gives us that
1: great three dimensional effect that Ken has done here. Now, the chap in the foreground tank who is Who is standing in the... the, uh, Turret. Upper turret. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's possible he's not wearing pants. We don't even know for sure. Well, it's possible
2: that both of these tank drivers are not wearing pants. Yes. It would take some further research to ascertain such things. (laughs) I think it would. And these tanks appear to be the very famous Panzer IV. And... (laughs) These chicks are just going to float on. <laughs> float on through the deserts. But
1: that's more a song about water. So, uh, you know, overall... Modest Mouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like these. I, uh, you know, overall, I think this is a very nice cover. Yeah, on a serious yeah. note, that's a powerful cover. It Powerfully is, yes. done, yeah.
2: Ken. And we are big fans. Big fans of Ken Smith. And yeah, you, Jeffrey. He does a great job.
1: Have another... Well, I have ASL Journal... Six, now, you just handed this to me moments ago. Mm -hmm. I do not possess this particular Oh, you don't have that one. No, I don't. And so uh, I'm very happy to be looking at this. Now, Now, ASL Journal 6 features three what appear to be American infantrymen, but they're not. They're actually... Because when you look
2: closer, you see that in the shoulder strap of the one gentleman on the left... He has a, what is that, wrapped up in his
1: shoulder? I'm going to put on my glasses and tell you. Hold on. I'm going to put, no, don't even tell me. It's reddish. Oh, it's a red beret. It I is. would say this might be a British commando. I mean, oh, no, uh, not the oh no, British everyone commando. would know that. The, of course, these are the Canadian. If you, if you don't know, no, you this, get a you get a letter the, from a listener. clarifying the In the last Africa, episode, the...
2: that the Marine Commandos had green berets oh, in oh the British God. in the British Navy, but this would instead be the British Navy. That would be the Marine Commandos with oh. the green berets. These are the red berets of the paratroopers. Yes, the Red Devils. In fact, this work, my gosh, man. Is called abashed. The devils stood, Sicily, nineteen forty-three. Now, could you tell it was Sicily ah, from the
1: background? Okay, I couldn't. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I can't tell that this is Sicily. No way. But it's uh, it's a very it's it's a very nice graphic. Up, I, I like it. We're a lot up also. close. The uh, mm-hmm. especially the face and the soldier in the foreground has a very. Uh, Intense look on his face. Yes, he does. Yes, it's uh, like to being shot at. Yes, and the two in the background are uh, leveling their weapons at. Um, I can only assume are advancing enemy troops, and so there's a lot of tension here. But it, it this uh shoes. The they have triangular shoes. They have
2: pants. <laughs> oh, they the do s- now. This one s- they do have shoes. pants
1: and they do have shoes. The triangular. Uh, method. You are right. I noticed yeah. that also. Yeah. But I think on an up-close piece like this it it does yes, well. Yes, the
2: triangle is one compositional um, a thing. And this one has this nice linear feel to it Yeah, across, which you can imagine lines of enemy coming at them. Now, in fact, uh, these soldiers are cowering or fighting both friendly and enemy anti-aircraft fire. And only 295 of the original 1,856-man contingent of the British First Parachute Brigade were able to reach this bridge you see in
1: the background over the Cimeto River. Ah, very interesting. And just think, Dave, mm-hmm. if we could travel to visit Ken Smith, this could be us on the journal. I know, day. we have to get there and yeah.
2: get ourselves, because that looks like someone, I don't know, he puts a real person into the into the painting Yeah, there. he does. Yeah. now there were German demolition charges around there that bridge and the, and the British got in there and removed those and set up
1: a defensive perimeter well I would have to get my magnifying glass out to see that yes Ken did a very nice job on this, this is an excellent piece of work he did and I love the uh, camo this is one of my favorite uniforms yes. to paint on
2: on miniature uh, soldiers mm-hmm. the British paras Get all that nice camouflage, upper tunic uh, coloration. Yes. And, of course, the red berets in them. Nice piece of work. Nice piece of work. So thank you once again, Ken. Thank you, Ken, for all your your fabulous work. And that would conclude not only this box art review. But, oh, man! one more thing. I think what Ken, if you remember his theme from last box art review of the officer being placed higher than the infantrymen at a lower level, yes. and here I think he's continuing this theme of the common man, the working man, being in a desperate situation in a modern society, run by machinery, run by corporations, and ignoring the plight of the common, ordinary person you see all that in here Mm,
1: kind of yeah (laughs) (laughs) because where's the officer i'm darn glad you're here the officer is off having tea he's off having tea
2: he's nowhere to be found no these men battle it out on their own yes and this is a common theme
1: of ken smith
2: not that we're calling him a communist or anything
1: no but he celebrates the common soldier the grunt he does yeah and so this concludes
2: this, epi- well, this, not only this box art review, but also this episode. This entire episode. Oh, all right. Well, thank
1: you, Dave. Box art review and the two half squads. Thank you, Dave, for that lovely, lovely, lovely. Uh, what are we going to do next? Now, we've done journals. We've done. Six, five, six, seven, eight. How about yeah. journal seven, eight?
2: Seven and eight coming up. Nine, ten will catch us right up.
1: Okay. Then man- we'll that? have to rely on MMP to come up with some new stuff. Maybe hockey. Yeah, maybe. No, I think we've talked about it. Well, we talked we did talk about it when we had the interview with Ken Smith some episodes ago.
2: Own the artwork. Yeah. Wonderful,
1: wonderful. Assuming it's still the same cover. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm sure. Well, we'll come up with something. There there will always be box art review. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll make up something. Well, thanks everybody for listening to this episode. Thanks indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Are we done already? We're done already. All right. Well, we'll see you again next time. This is episode ninety. We'll see you in episode ninety-one. Hard to believe. So, in the meantime, roll low and rally well, but But not when when you're you're playing us. us. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye. Better and better. Yeah. need For bringing this, I I don't have it. I guess I need to start uh, building up on my So Yeah. Yeah, I only have a few. I don't want I mean to do. uh, own stuff. 'Cause then you know, it's mine. Something about having it physically. You thought we were gone? No, we're not. One last thing, remember to write MMP, to get Jeff on a counter, Hallett, get Hallett on a counter, H-A-L-L-E-T-T. Just call the voice number 410-729-3334 or fax at 410-729-1312. Oh, you're going to feel so
2: good. Thanks.